Hey friends, how's it going? Uh, just a quick reminder that I can't continue to make Mussy Audio podcast without your help. So please go to the Mussy Audio Patreon, sign up for it. Not only will you get podcasts early, you'll get extra ones when I can get them up, and you'll get all the podcasts ad-free. Cheers. Stuart. Lee. It's not Friday. It's not Friday. No. We've mixed it up. We have mixed it up. How are you doing? I'm all right, mate. Yeah. Um, week five for me. Week like week seven six. for you. Is six this... for you. Oh, is it? Maybe, maybe. I was two weeks beforehand. Is it five weeks of official lockdown, is it? Where my, the last day I was in work was Thursday, the 20th of March. Wow. And then I think, uh, but yeah, uh, so, so yeah, I don't know. Like, I've no idea. Uh, days don't mean small... anything anymore. Days do not mean anything. No, no and it, it's cliche, but it's cliche for a reason. It's it's so true. How's your week been? Um, fine. Do you know what? Right, I have had a week of like a full on week of the um, corona paranoia this week. Oh, have you? Yeah. So not a good week then, right? I developed last week. It was last week. I, I like the, I know. I know everything's probably fine because we're probably on about day seven now of me having a bit of a cold, but no symptoms or anything like that, and no like mm. cough. Just a, just mm. a bit of a cough. And um, like the but the, like the household has a cold anyway, so everything's mm. fine. But it was just enough for me to end up going. Oh, um. Right, well, fuck everything. I've clear, I've clearly got a bowler, and that you know, every, it, mm. from up to yesterday and today was the first days this week where I felt normal and not constantly anxious about something. Yeah, so that yeah. sucks. Yeah, that it sucks, was, man. Well, I've I've escaped most of it. I've been, I've been pretty, I've been pretty level for the whole thing. But I think it was just how things get on top of you, and it's just like one thing, one thing, one thing, and then. Just like mm. I sneezed. I mean, even saying I have a cough is a stretch. I might. I've, what I've essentially got is a fucking dry throat, and I'll cough twice a day. Yeah, Joe. Uh, yeah, persistent. But, it is not. <laughs> but you, but you, but you, you have to be kind to yourself in that sense and say, well, the irrational thoughts going through your head are converse, conversely absolutely rational. Mm. Because that's where you anyone would go. Yeah, right absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's fucking crazy. Yeah. So yeah, that that's been this week. Um, like the I've basically I think apart from last night I've done a podcast every night this week as well. So there's uh, there's been a lot to keep me busy. That's uh, good. Um, but I thought it was quite nice because it's like a half half non coronary thing. Did you read the article I sent you just moments ago? I did very did quickly. Yeah. Yes, I did. Um, yes. It was a New York Post article about the the World Day because even in a global pandemic, we aren't allowed to like have a free pass of not being told that we're destroying the world every ten seconds. Yeah. Um, but what the reason I sent that to you was, I think the tide might have turned. In the fact that that was the New York Post and the tone was not necessarily befitting New York Post, it was almost dismissive of the celebrities in question. And the fact that they referred to Greta Thunberg as a climate alarmist. Yes, yes, that's true. 
that's um, probably more scathing rhetoric than the Post would normally use, I suppose. Well, uh, climate activist. Act- activist, that, yeah. yeah, yeah. Climate youngling hero, mm. um, heroine. Cult leader. Yes. Uh, I, I mean, the, the, there must be... I mean, there must be good out of this in the sense that from an environmental standpoint, us not being on the fucking roads or any many flights going down has got to be a good thing. Mm-hmm. But it's not the time. <laughs> no, I mean? it's not the time. Um, <laughs> and it'll be interesting, actually. I mean, given the given the fact that basically like big chunks of the civilised world have shut down, mm. if... Uh, if something hasn't happened as far as like something measurable, um, you know, maybe CO2 isn't the fucking problem. Perhaps, mate. Perhaps. Well, because I was thinking about this the other day, actually. And given the fact that, because to me, as a, um, but I, I hate the term climate change denier. I've said this before, because we all, we all know things as things seem to be changing. Why? Mm. That's that's the question. Um, but from the people I've listened to and the things I've read, uh, I still think the most sense of all these things is the um, idea of us coming out of a mini ice age and still, essentially we're still warming up from that ice age. Um, given the fact that we know Earth's temperature pretty much through all of the history that we can look back on through core samples, the Earth's been hotter than it is now, mm. then surely the, the, the climate change, the, the climate activists that are um, want, wanting to try and keep the world the temperature it's at, surely they're the ones that are going against the natural cycle of the Earth. If that's right. Yeah. You could be on something there, man. Yeah, it's an interesting point. I think the the main take home from this, for me anyway, is just why now? Why now? Like this isn't the no, it's not the <laughs> this time. is yeah. It just it feels inopportune, and it just speaks to the um, that aforementioned narcissism that we speak of here with regards to. Um, celebrities who are starved of that um, attention or they've got the look at me gene and it's nobody's looking at them uh, right now. It's, I say, I, I'm, I'm no scientist and I, I, I don't, um, I don't dispute that there's, there's definitely issues and I don't dispute that we've done a lot of damage to the planet. Mm-hmm. It's the politicization of this, which is obviously always kind of, irked us both hasn't it yeah um and it feels like you know they're digging the talons in and and still trying to make something of this right now which i think in the same way that we've spoken about the the kind of jaded quality that that the populace feels for celebrity culture as a whole right now it's an inopportune time and as such i think it'll be buried in the the news feed of for most of us and most of us won't even see that article well i think that's what's going on with most of the, the climate change stuff now is it's a des- desperately trying to stay relevant in amongst mm. a genuine problem. Yeah. And yeah. that that's 
that's weird to me. You know, uh, it's like when you almost see charities competing with each other. Sometimes you go, "What are you doing?" Yeah, yeah, it doesn't feel right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, there is a, there's a lot of that in different ways. The exploitative. There, there is a window for certain businesses or certain media outlets to capitalize on this this whole crisis. Yeah, and and you see it with certain um, certain businesses and certain industries where capitalizing on a pandemic you know for their own ends mm. and that it's it's the fake altruism yeah, that's yeah. coming to the fore and really it's just about getting extra shares and likes and and whatever else some of it is absolutely genuine and that's that's lovely but it's hard to know what is what is it now mm. I, you know I, I don't i don't know anymore a lot of the time i think by it's especially something like greta like a movement like greta the you know you look at it it's like she has handlers it's like it's a business she's essentially on tour um yeah you know i i you you can you can put all the nonsense around it you want but at some point someone is making a lot of money out of that and it might mm-hmm. get fun through trusts and uh, certain different things but at some point there will be a ceo of some company which has probably got a, yeah. a, a name nothing to do with it. It's like yeah. I love gas boilers or something like that. And they <laughs> they yeah. are where like a large portion of this money is going to go to. Yeah, I wouldn't disagree. There's there's a healthy degree of cynicism there for me with this and there has been since we've talked about it for months now. I, I'm I'm very skeptical of charities in general to be perfectly honest. All yeah. you like all yeah. you hear um when you scratch the surface of like Oxfam or Save the Children, and it's it's always the same thing. It's like whatever they're doing, you know. It's it, Oxfam. Oh well, right. You're taking advantage of the situation of where where you are. Save the Children's. Oh fucking hell! There's now there's more child like abuse stories coming out of it. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's it's it seems like whatever whatever the causes is. I wouldn't be surprised if like Greta's got a fucking factory out in China. <laughs> Greta caused Corona. <laughs> uh, I mean, I probably would be surprised if Greta had a factory in China. I would um, be made up, Stuart. <laughs> You'd be so happy. <laughs> You'd make it all worth it. Yeah. I'd probably start supporting it. Fair play. Fair play. You'd become a majority shareholder. <laughs> Uh, how has your week been? Yeah, not great, really. No? Um, can't, no, not great. No. Uh, it started off okay. And, uh, you know, carrying on from the last pod, um, kind of a semblance of a routine was formed and things were going okay. I just got, I, I kind of hit a point where, it sounds similar to yourself, but I, I haven't been sick, touch wood, but I just hit a point where it feels like so many different, and I'm sure loads of people are going through this, this is not remotely unique to me, but so many different um factors have come to the fore now and it's felt like a bit of a, an avalanche that's been toppling and toppling and building and building and it finally kind of crumbled on me the other day and uh yeah i was just completely completely overwhelmed man like I, I wasn't in a good place uh, for the record it is not a good thing um i wouldn't recommend your seven-year-old coming to give you a hug while you're in tears at your, <laughs> your uh, at your computer it does not feel good um and i wish you didn't have to see that mm. but uh bless him but uh, I mean, he was he was he was very sweet about it. But yeah, man, it, I, I think it's just 
the, the simple things that are, are just so askew in my life and um, and yours and everybody else's that I, I just I don't want the damage to be lasting. Like part of it for me, this is probably confessional stuff now, isn't it? But part of it for me is that um, yeah, I don't my my job that I have, my day to day job is obviously not my passion. You know, I'd love to be paid to write. I'd love to be paid to do creative stuff like this. Um, but I do still take a sense of pride in my job and I am pretty good at it for the most part. Um, but the nature of my job is a kind of like a middle management thing where it's very people based and where I'm not surrounded by people and I can't help problem solve. There's a sense of, oh, well, I'm a bit of a spare part now because I'm not someone who does the day to day stuff anymore since the promotion and without that interaction and my natural disposition quite extrovert anyway has been a bit of a struggle yeah um so then there's a sense of a lack of validation and a lack of self-worth in ways um and then because of that i'm definitely i'm definitely working harder i'm <laughs> like i'm i'm i feel like i have to work harder in a way and then i'm yeah, and I'm making mistakes, like really basic mistakes. Like, I wonder if uh, our listeners are experiencing this for those who are working from home, uh, if they are experiencing like self-doubt, this vacuum of this vacuum that's formed on the basis of the lack of interaction with other people. What's um, filled its place for me from a work perspective is Masturbate. absolute self masturbating, one <laughs> furious, furious chimp-like masturbation um, to anxiety which is less fun but sometimes results in tears which is actual lubrication for the masturbation which is good <laughs> and, and then just complete self-doubt so that's that's really kind of hit me from a work perspective self-doubt um, self oh, it's called shame <laughs> yeah. but yeah like for me it's 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 been um it's been quite shit and i made a couple of monumental fuck-ups at work which have like yeah, which haven't been good. Um, and then other stuff has been going on too. But yeah, it hasn't been a great week really. But I'm feeling a bit better today. But it's all, luckily there'll be no mental health services to uh, to deal with all the PTSD sufferers on the back of this fucking no. hellscape that we all now reside in. <laughs> <laughs> so that's good. And just when everything came back to like that, just that slight, slight grain of normality, you settled down and thought, did somebody actually get killed outside CERN? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, so you've ruined me as well. So that's good. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's what I'm here for. <laughs> no, it's, it's, yeah, it's, I find it weird now because the, for anyone that list, that's listening that's from the Isle of Man, you'll know that we're going to start easing lockdown stuff. Hmm. Uh, I think it's a terrible move. I think it's, and it's not even like I think it should be like this forever. Just a few more weeks, I think. Had it mm. in my head that June, mm. and I think June would still be a good, yeah, a good place yeah. to sort of be looking at. Should we give the listeners a breakdown of what the um, ease lockdown measures actually are? Yes. Yeah. So it's, and you can you can chip in here as well. So my understanding is, as from oh, this Friday. Oh. Um, so tomorrow from 6am, um, <laughs> the, any kind of, any worker who, um, basically, uh, has no capacity to work at, uh, um, work from home 
will be going back in particular industries. So the construction industry, window cleaning, gardeners, uh, builders, merchants are all going back to work if they choose to. Mm -hmm. But the notion of choice is something I suppose we can speak about after Mm. because there is the choice or necessity. Um, That's that's an interesting uh, debate, I suppose. So they're going back to work. So that's what, 4,000 workers, is it, approximately? Apparently, I think that's bullshit. It's got to be more, isn't it? More, I'd have thought so. I mean, yeah, uh, construction is the biggest industry in the world. And yeah. um, you're, I thought it would be much higher, to be honest. Yeah, mm-hmm. we're, we're a small island. We have, what, between eighty and 90,000 people on it. Um, I would Our, our biggest uh, construction company over here is called Dandara. And I would hazard a guess that between full-time office staff and... Um, full-time like trade people and workers and subcontractors that they probably hit the four thousand mark. Mm. You know, yeah, it wouldn't surprise me at all. No, no, I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. Uh, I don't think many people over here would probably disagree with that. I don't know. I don't know the figures, but it just seemed a bit low. I agree. Um, so the the relaxation there, but that doesn't Tuesday- that doesn't that echo the uh, clear but lack of understanding of the whole situation. Yeah, no, absolutely. So our, our chief minister announced on, and for the record, I'm not going to be doom and gloom about this. Mm-hmm. I think the Isle of Man has handled a lot of stuff really well and better yeah. than the UK. Yeah, um, absolutely, absolutely. But this is it feels hasty. But just to um, before we get into the the debate, I suppose we'll finish off exactly what the relaxation involves. So Tuesday, I think, was when um, this was first announced, and. Um, that's when Howard Quayle, our chief minister, said that there would be, um, I can't remember exactly how they worded it, but they said something along the lines of the the uh, leisure time that we all get to spend, which is, has never been confirmed as a time. There's never been yeah. a legislation, but it has been inferred, I think, as like 30 minutes to an hour. Yeah, that's, yeah, how that's... I, that's how I interpreted it. Yeah. For essential trips out or exercise, which is fine. Obviously, some people have been taking the piss, but for the most part, I think most people have been pretty good. Yeah. Um, that is now, he basically said that's no longer occurring. You have unlimited time out. Mm-hmm. So that that's the key here for me. More than The construction workers is big. It is absolutely big. I guess with window cleaners and gardeners, you can say there's um, an isolation to that. But even so, you're still going into people's houses, but, but not... You're not actually in the house per se, but I don't know how safe I'd feel still. Um, the construction workers, like we said last week or the week before, whenever, that they're all potentially sharing vans. Can you socially distance in that job? No. I don't know. I, I, I think you can do in, in certain situations. But you see, I, I had this, this conversation the other day with Michael Joseph on a podcast that people probably listen to now. And uh, I... I, I just don't, I don't believe the construction industry is uh, you'd have been better off sending shop workers back because we can do the social distancing in shops. We can say like 10 people play mm. depending on the size of the shop, 10 people in a shop at a time. You can mm. mark the floors, floors out and stuff like that. Construction. Yeah. You can't even lift a heavy box on your own. No, no, that, that, that's such a good point. In my opinion, I, I absolutely agree with you. We're already imposing those measures in major supermarkets here yeah. um, and garages. So 
surely we could continue to do that and that's phased isn't it that's mm-hmm. a phased controlled environment yeah um the building industry it's it's lawless for all intents and purposes isn't it and is there going to be you can't police that i'm not being funny so, the like health and safety laws are very like lackluster at times anyway you know and um to me i think it'll just be treated as another health and safety law to bend Mm. Yeah, quite possibly. What we should probably say a few things here, I guess. We should, for the purposes of, of balance, we said before the Isle of Man closed its borders fairly early, and it continues to maintain that stance with regards to the closure of borders, which I think is absolutely fundamentally key to our recovery throughout all this. Yeah, and the UK still hasn't done that. I know it's crazy. Which, which nothing is being made of in the press. No. I just find that insane. Um, Again, I, I just, I, the the only people ho- holding the government to account in the UK is Piers Morgan. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, they, I, yeah it is. Yeah, it is mental. He might not be doing it in the most elegant way possible, but... He's doing it in a Piers Morgan way, you know, but that's... It's still something. You know, I, with the... the I genuinely believe now that some of what some of the way he's reacting is frust- frustration, though. Yeah, no, yeah. I think you can. I think you can see it. No, no, I'm, I'm, I'm with you. I'm with you on that 100. percent And it's still deeply unnerving, but it's, it's true. Uh, the so-called journalists are just either shitting the bed or, or just asking uh, questions that are so beyond the realms of like logic. It just doesn't um, doesn't compute. Mm. Um, with regards to here, we've we've kept the borders closed. Um, the the cases are low. Um, we are including again different to the UK. We are including care home death, uh, and that makes up the vast majority of the deaths over here. With one particular um, nursing home, Abbotswood in uh, Castletown. So. Um, the UK aren't including care home deaths, which is crazy and scary as well, which all feels a bit propagandary. Um, and um, I, th- I think there there are elements of, of positivity to be taken from the other man, but it just feels like we're so close. It doesn't feel like it feels like everyone's adjusted to this norm now. Mm. We've had five weeks of it. We haven't. We don't reckon we've hit the peak yet. Yes, we've had no cases for the last two days. That is really encouraging. But let's have like a seven-day run of no cases, and then we know we can start easing tensions. Why are we? I just I don't know. Maybe I've just become so cautious with regards to this. But and I've got the vested interest with with uh, Lisa as a nurse. But it feels too soon for me, mate. Mm, it feels too soon for me. Uh, it's I I read another um, like paper that was put out i thought oh, i sent it to you didn't i the la one mm. but um and i i can't help but think in in, in the situation that that it, it feels like best case scenario now is that um we've this this virus has spread much further um there's a lot more people that are immune and naturally, we've already hit this peak, and the, the numbers are just going to start tumbling now. It feel it feels for the UK out of control. Yeah, it does. Yeah, yeah I agree. Yeah, it does. No, it really does. Um, I, I I I do fear for the UK. Um, 
it's just not it's not really dropping much, is it? It's dropping a wee bit. Hundred, hundred, hundred or something. That, yeah, it's high. But, yeah, yeah. They reckon they'll have a hundred thousand tests in mm. by the end of April. Yeah, it's next week. Yeah, yeah. So really, um, like the peak they've had so far is eighteen thousand or something. Mm. So how? <laughs> like, yeah, I don't get it. So, it's... so I guess we should count ourselves lucky in a sense that we're not the UK relaxing measures. We're not the US relaxing measures, which is fucking insane in mm. my opinion. Um, but even though like their um, death statistic has like crashed, hasn't it? I read just before they were like, originally it was like 2 million, wasn't it? Was the, the mm. was the guess. Then that yeah. was, that was revised to 600,000. <clears> and then yeah. that was revised again to 200,000. Uh, I think at the moment they stand at forty thousand, and now the 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 death rate has been revised to sixty thousand through the pandemic. I think that shows the the fluid nature of this, the lack of certainty like, over it, and like you've said since the beginning, there's so many different strands of information from so many different angles. You're not sure what to believe. Exactly, you're yeah, just yeah. not at all. You can. Um, this feels like a a, a terrible conspiracy. That's good because in the same way as you can, um, someone can turn around and say, "Oh yeah, uh, I Roswell incident." You can go online, and if you don't believe in the Roswell incident, you can find cast iron proof mm. that it was bullshit, and it was Russian mannequins that fell out of a spy plane. <laughs> Uh, if right. you do believe in it, you can find cast iron evidence that there was body parts found and people, and they're all held in a military base. Mm. You know, they, um, you can do it. You can just find that. Yeah, yeah, it does feel like that. And I think the reason you for might that need is to that... stop clicking that pen, buddy. Sorry, it's a new mic. It's a new mic. <laughs> Sorry, fidgeting. <laughs> The listeners will have been saying that for the past 10 minutes, I'm sure. Uh, apologies. So it's all right. I nipped it in the bud when it was only like 30 seconds. I, <laughs> I flattened the pen curve. <laughs> um, yeah, it, it feels, it, it definitely feels like it's, 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 it's um, a cavalcade of misinformation, I suppose. I, I suspect that most of that is just down to a lack of, <sighs> It's so unprecedented, isn't it? Mm. So it's just it. Nobody's really known, um, and the all we're going to have is like series of, um, you know, Captain Hindsight's spreading springing to the uh, rescue at the end of all this, saying, "Well, I said," and I said, "Well, yeah," but everyone's. I, I do think everyone is doing the best they can. I, I I don't believe there's anything nefarious going on. I I think maybe there's certainly levels of incompetence going on. Um, I don't believe there's there's malice going on in the UK. Oh, the um, something that's worth talking about on on that grounds is the Times article that exploded on Sunday with regards to Boris. What was that? Do you remember? It kind of exp- feels like a lifetime ago, but it was only Sunday. Um, there was an article in the Times um, that basically uh, did a timeline of the yeah. of Boris's handling and how he didn't attend the Cobra meetings and everything mm-hmm. else. Um, and it, it was a, it was a, <clears throat> it's definitely worth a read for our listeners. It's definitely worth a read. It is, it professes to be explosive and basically 
it doesn't tell us anything we don't necessarily already know. Boris is lazy. <laughs> you know, mm. Boris is not necessarily hands-on. Boris wants the acclaim, um, so he doesn't want to do the hard hard hours. Um, and he didn't go to five Cobra meetings, uh, Cobra being the, you know, um, the most... Uh, important, uh, high pressing national intelligence, national security yeah. intelligence meetings. That's and he didn't it's go, got a cool name, got a cool, badass name, like it's in the Bourne films. Um, and he didn't go uh, because he was rather blase and dismissed it in typical Boris fashion. Um, and yeah, there is there is lots to be concerned about uh, with Boris with regards to that. And I, I, I do definitely agree with a lot of it. I would also say that pretty much everything, and I, I encourage re, um, listeners to give it a read, see what they think. But so many of the claims in there are unnamed source, and uh, an insider close to the mm. government says, and it's just it all felt a bit gossipy by the Feel end. A bit, you expect a little bit more from the Times, don't you? Yeah, I, I felt that it was a bit uh, undercooked. Yeah. It could have been something really good, but it felt could've, like they could have been something it. in the Express. Yeah, 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 yeah. It could have, um, yeah. So uh, it's 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 worth a read, but it feels like they they've rushed it now. And also, um, the the government actually released quite a good. Uh, I think I sent it to you uh, a kind of fact checker response, De- debunking article. Like, yeah, that's what it was for. Yeah. It was, it was to yeah. debunk the debunk the times, and it was it was good. To be fair, and some could say, well, it's propaganda, but it's like, well, are you ever going to believe, like I always say to you, are you ever going to believe anything? If yeah, you just yeah, keep yeah. saying everything isn't wrong, everything is wrong. Um, and it's I, in the same I, as you wouldn't read a newspaper if you listen to everyone, because everybody will tell you that the newspaper you listen to, you read, or the person yeah. you listen to is an idiot. Or the other. Yes, yeah, exact, exactly. You know, read both sides, make up your own mind. There's definitely elements of truth there with Boris. He is. We know, you know, we we know. Uh, even people like Boris, you know, we we know he is obsessed with legacy, and we know he is a lazy bastard, and we we know that um, he. We also know, conversely, that he is probably the right leader for this time because he's he he, he um, he's a good orator, and he's he's got a, a an element of positivity to him which perhaps we need. Um, whether or not we agree with his policies and everything else, but I thought it was a bit not a low blow from the Times, but I felt like they 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 released it too early in the in the hope of getting uh, garnering attention and getting uh, interest. And the more you kind of read into it, the less validity most of the claims have. Mm. Um, there's a little bit of me wonders as well. Uh, uh, for whatever reason. I, I I always worry about because because Times is Murdoch as well in it. Yes, and um, Kia Starmer's been getting some good press at, at the moment, and it, it does make me wonder whether Murdoch's decided that maybe Kia Starmer might be best in his interests to have. It, it, Murdoch does this. Yeah. Murdoch has no real allegiance. He just takes a shine to whoever, doesn't he? Um, we saw this, you know, the sun throughout uh, late new Labour's campaign. It was all the sun, which is obviously now very right wing, was all about new Labour. Yeah. So basically helped push through a lot of um, working class votes for new Labour. Yeah, I wouldn't I wouldn't disagree there. 
um, with with the Keir Starmer thing. Maybe he's taking a shine to it. Murdoch maybe just gets bored, thinks he wants someone else in power. Um, yeah, don't fucking know. Mm. You know, it's it's so it's such a play thing for him, isn't it? Um, but uh, Starmer did do well in um, Prime Minister's questions this week. Uh, that was easily the the best um, ugh, fucking uh, alternate. Uh, fucking someone with actually a bit of backbone and and mm. contesting some of the, the the bullshit thrown in thrown in there it feels like they he will raise the game. Corona. I think he will raise the game. Corona. <laughs> can, can I just say for the uh, listeners, you can't see this, but Lee is drinking what can only be described as an industrial sized bottle of <laughs> it's absolutely outrageous. <laughs> why, why are you drinking from that? It's what? so large. Why are you drinking from the world's biggest bottle of water, like a proper Agrimark style? You don't want to know how many of those I have in the house, Stuart. <laughs> how many do you have? I don't know. Uh, I've drank a few of them now, but when okay. when everything was going crazy, and because because I thought this was going to get serious back when the virus was just in China and not even like got into yeah. going to Europe at that point, uh, the last time I counted it, I had. 60 liters of water in the house well wow. um but and i got more since then i think I, I think i got 100 liters of water and then Have you? yeah well not now i've drank i've drank no, but you drank i yeah. drink quite a lot of quite a lot of water and um, yeah. greta That's hates good. bottled water so i just get more <laughs> is that your reasoning because yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's because i need something to put on my coal fire <laughs> No, that's fair. That's fair. Yeah. <laughs> so, what what do you make of um, Keir Starmer? He had quite a, a positive first, uh, first um, major impression, I suppose. Uh, yeah, I I don't like the constant uh, talks of what, of the exit strategy. Hmm. Uh, I don't think it does anything. I, it's it's almost a similar question to. Um, how many people do you think? How many people are, is it acceptable to die? You know, it's yeah. You know, what 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 do you want someone to say? Like, what would your exit strategy be then, Kia? Do you not think we should have some form of exit strategy? Do you not think that's uh, something that the government should disclose? I don't know how you'd have one. To be perfectly honest, like no. because because you're waiting on two external factors that are out of your mm. control: vaccine and treatment. Mm. Either either of those turn up, then it, it, it changes the game all of a sudden. Let's yeah. say, let's say you had um, a a really good treatment came out because I know that we're still people are still flirting with that malaria drug, aren't they? It seems to be getting like the go ahead in more and more countries. Yeah, so I read that there was a recent study on there was some veterans home i don't know where um using it and the death rate was like five times higher was it really for, using for, that for coat yeah but then it's a small isolated study but it yeah, was in one yeah. care home it was in one care home but yeah you don't know mm-hmm. but yeah it's still at the embryonic stages yeah where everything's like shit get out there now you yeah there's a, a real need isn't there yeah yeah but so but as soon as you had a um like a, a really legitimate like treatment that brought the death rate down like massively mm. it's a complete game changer because then you it does turn this into the flu 
Yeah. You know, if, no, it does, if you can yeah. treat it, that's all it is. It's just another type of flu. Yeah. Um, and and then you do get people going to work. You know, you do get people to go into work. And you do get people going to go into bars and stuff like that because if they get sick, they go to the doctor and the doctor gives them medicine to get better. Mm. Uh, so yeah, I don't I don't understand what your exit strategy can be without a treatment or a vaccine. I suppose the and if they say that, then that just creates panic because everyone's going to be like, well, we're going to be in lockdown for months and months and months. Yes. So you've got to try and you've got to sometimes less information is, is more beneficial for the populace, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, but the it's just it'll be interesting to see what the plans are. I believe they've rolled out tonight. Hancock confirmed that they're going to be frontline testing or uh, testing or frontline NHS stuff now. Yeah. Is that right? Mm-hmm. So that's a really good measure if, if they um, pull that off. Uh, that can only be a good thing. Um, I'm stunned to see how they'll manage to do that, but they must be confident. I don't know. Yeah, but they, the testing seems to be promised and promised and promised, doesn't it? And then when, yeah. when put under scrutiny, it, it's it's not that. I don't mm. I don't quite understand unless it's right. If it's difficult to get hold of the tests or it's difficult to produce the tests, I don't understand how that's the government's fault. So if that's the case, then. It's just turn around and say, look, like the world wants these things. Well, I mean, I think the one big bone of contention, just to kind of uh, spin that on its axis a little bit, is the fact that the EU offered support and quite a lot of support, didn't they? But mm. Boris said no because of Brexit. But they yeah. were like, well, it doesn't have any impact on that. It's fine. We'll still get. But he turned down the suppliers. So he cut his nose off to spite his face to appease the Brexit voters. So that, if that's true, then the government should be held to account over that. Mm. Um, and they kind of dodged that in the debunking thing. That was one of the few things that came out going, you haven't really answered that. Yeah, yeah. Um, and the fact that they shipped off um, 320,000 kits of PPE kits to China as well yeah. at the beginning of this. But wasn't it? But then P- you could argue that's a humanitarian. That's that's a good thing, right? yeah. You know, because yeah. yeah. So I wouldn't, I wouldn't necessarily. I didn't, I didn't get irked at that. To be fair, and wasn't it? But wasn't it PPE on stuff that were well stocked on anyway? Because it doesn't seem. Because the, the from what I gather, it's not masks, gloves, and things like that that are limited. It's the full body, like plastic mm. gowns, and <clears throat> when Nick Hancock, uh, Hancock turned around and said, like, oh. Well, it's not something we use all the time, so we haven't got massive mm. stocks of them. Um, I, I mean, I don't know. I'm not a healthcare professional. That could be complete nonsense. But yeah. if it's not nonsense, I kind of get it. Yeah, I think, I think what this, um, what this says a lot is um, this. There's, there's two bits here, but the, the, our, this our generation. Generation's uh, capacity to criticise no matter what. Yeah. So it's such a thankless task. Yeah. No matter what you're doing, um, friend of mine said, um, if uh, if Dunkirk happened now, they would say small boats. Why small boats? We should have big boats. Damn it. Mm-hmm. You know, this is an incompetent rescue operation. Uh, I thought that was quite a good point, actually. Uh, yeah. There's 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 a difference between holding the government account uh, accountable. And just criticizing, no matter what they do, uh, which it, it doesn't uh, increase, it doesn't improve anything. No, um, and you can't. And certainly, th- there's there's probably elements of that for sure. Um, 
I, I, I'm, I'm a sucker for people like just look just between behind the eyes and someone like Hancock. He just strikes me as quite a good bloke. Yeah, and that that sounds really, probably really base, and probably really naive to a lot of our listeners. But th- someone like Hancock compared to someone like Trump. Trump doesn't care that people are dying. He just doesn't care. He just doesn't care. It doesn't matter to him. It's not on his, not, not, not remote, no, no kind of conscience. Then Hancock, you can see, you see he's carrying it with him, I think. Mm. And that shouldn't give him a free pass, but equally it shouldn't mean that you would just crucify the guy. Yeah. You know? See, I, I, I've been thinking about this as far as like the way we we're tearing, uh, like tearing ourselves apart because it, it, it is essentially still in the, we're still in like progressive identity politics mode, um, mm. but we've just the, the targets have been shifted a little bit. Um, mm. Now, the problem I've got with it is when you are when you're dealing with the people, you're dealing with a country countries that are trying to like save themselves and save as many people as possible. Then the the enemy in this situation is a fascist dictatorship. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, but at, mm-hmm. what, at what point do we turn around? Do, do people turn around and say, "Do you know what? I don't, I don't like Boris, or I don't like Trump, but let's fucking support our own way of life." I think, I think that that will has to happen. I think, I think because one necessity, yeah. because the biggest trades uh, trades country on the planet is not going to be fucking trading, hopefully. No. Um, and two, I think this this completely highlights that globalism hasn't worked mm-hmm. i think it absolutely fundamentally proves that and i think there will be some what call of regression you're trying to say is alex jones was right <laughs> that's what i'm trying to say every pod <laughs> nobody will hear me it's the fucking frogs <laughs> sorry i'll probably wake up the children of that but it was worth it um yeah <laughs> yeah I, I think it will it will change so much of of our individual lives but the nature of trading agreements and everything else, the world is going to feel much smaller again. Um, and I, I, I wonder if that will be a good thing. I hope so. Did you see the article in, um, I'll quickly see if I can find it. I should have had this ready, really. Uh, I, w- I won't read the article. I just want to read the headline. Oh, this is good, hard stuff. I can't find it. Anyway, there was a doctor in the UK which is working. This is the, this should make you feel really, really safe and really, really happy and think everything's going to be all right with people like this at the helm. Oh, good. She was wor- she's working on the vaccine. And she pointed out the fact that her and mem- members of her team are hard work, hard at work on the on the vaccine, but she doesn't want to discover this. it. She doesn't want Oxford. to discover the va- the vaccine because yeah. of the rise of nationalism that it will spark. Yeah, yeah. Be- because fuck national pride, fuck the idea of a country being proud of someone else that came from it doing something. Yeah, I did see this. Um, What's that about? It's 
She should be sacked for that. I can't, I can't that believe. Article. I can't believe. What I like is that um, she refers to herself as someone from Oxford, mm-hmm. um, which is very misleading because she's Oxford Brooks. Uh, (laughs) um, this again I reiterate one of my earliest points we spoke about it's just not the fucking time for this shit it really isn't and people aren't going to be abiding that now whether you want to talk about the notion of nationalism or anything else that's fine have have the you know you can have your um, get on your pedestal and you can bleat about that all you want but with regards to the severity of what we're trying to accomplish here we're literally trying to save humanity let's not let's not be too hyperbolic but let's let's be fucking forthright and true mm-hmm. we are literally trying to do that and it's it's a race to save humanity and it is inconsequential where that comes from who wins first who gives a fuck yeah but yeah if we do if we do it get in there yeah, yeah. you know we've accomplished so much as a nation um that's fine that's great there's there's a real uh, we talked about this before there is a real difference between um you know this is england fucking blind bmp nationalistic uh, nationalism as a camouflage for hatred yeah as opposed to oh i'm quite proud of being british and you know just taking the piss out of everything and liking the rain Mm. you know it's you know that there's there's a real difference between that and and i think that's okay yeah um and i think most people would say that's okay you know two of my favorite comedians do great bits about how nationalism is pointless and you're taking pride in other people's accomplishments george carlin and doug stanhope and i i completely agree with that Mm -hmm. but at the same time i still there are still fundamental tenets and and characteristics and idiosyncrasies that that only British people have, and I like those qualities. Um, and I don't. It's just not the time for that shit. Like, I'm, I'm hoping the outrage. I have read that um, headline, dude, but I don't know what the the genuine reaction was. I hope there wasn't much support for it. I think I think the the nonsense is being shot down quite quickly in these things. Mm. You know, it did. Yeah, you, you'll see something bubble up and. You look underneath, and it's like it's in the same way as the um, uh, celebrities doing stupid things, like the mm. the, the big yeah, night yeah. in. Is that is that happening as we speak, or is that I, apparently? I, I don't know. I, all I've enjoyed about that is just you and lots of other people crucifying them with um, things you'd rather do than watch it. <laughs> <laughs> I think you said bleaching your eyes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That would be the funniest thing about it. That <laughs> um, but yeah, like, I, and I am, um, I'm really enjoying that, uh, like the like Western world, like pushing back on celebrity. You know, I think mm. that it's one of the good things that might come out of it. You know, it's maybe, maybe people can refocus and actually start like celebrating people that deserve something like that needs to be celebrated. Wow! Imagine that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Hopefully, Lisa got good news today. She's getting seventy pounds extra a month in her salary packet. Boom. A month, amazing. Yeah. Pre-tax, but <laughs> she gets all that clapping, doesn't she? She gets the clapping. She enjoys <laughs> that. that. That makes it all worthwhile. And she and she can go and spend that seventy quid a month, like at times in the supermarket when I can't go in. Exactly. She's got that golden hour. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, she apparently she can um, you can go anytime apparently unofficial rules are you can go anytime and just flash the badge but she said she could never ever do that can you imagine like do you know who I am 
and then just get into the front of the queue like some VIP. Oh, well, yeah, it doesn't sit right with it. I went to our supermarket a couple of weeks ago, and uh, I uh, I went to go in, and the guy turned around to me and said, "Look, it's it's uh, I didn't it, it was when they just put the NHS hours in, and I didn't realise." And uh, he said, "Look, mate, the it's an NHS thing." first didn't ask me whether i worked for the nhs he just looked at oh, me oh yeah you got, you got in didn't you yeah but he yeah. just looked at me as if to say he's never done anything good in his life <laughs> so, but so i thought oh, like, oh cheers mate so i walked in and there's a couple, a couple of people wandering around and then i thought to myself i'm i'm sure one of them i knew i knew one of them was an ambulance driver because he was one of the ambulance drivers that drove me to hospital and, um, uh, good good memories the, yeah. uh, but the thing was I was walking around and I thought hang on a fucking second all these people work with all the sick people like this is the worst time for me to be here you're an idiot you've, you've schoolboy errored it to fuck that <laughs> what are you doing don't even look them in the eye they're lepers <laughs> I live with one I live with one <laughs> <laughs> jump in the fridge <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> oh. But in um, in the UK, I don't know if I probably mentioned this on a pod before, but uh, uh, one of my friends, her fella's also a nurse, and uh, in their local, <laughs> this is fucking amazing. In their local supermarket, they've got you know one of the signs outside, you know, two meter distance, blah blah blah, NHS workers eight till nine. Um, but then it's <laughs> for NH work, NHS workers only. You know, all this like lauding, thank you so much, blah, 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 clap for the NHS, you, you're absolute mm-hmm. legends, all of you. Any NHS worker who touches an item must purchase it. <laughs> <laughs> Literally said that in a, in a, a local uh, Sainsbury's in Ipswich. So, That's yeah. amazing. I must admit, when I've gone shopping and I've put stuff back, I feel guilty for doing it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For handling the, the, stuff and then putting it back. Yeah. Especially I mean, when I lick you doing it. it. That was good. When you start licking the apples, yeah, that you, isn't it? <laughs> uh, usually, I think it's just like me giving somebody a kiss that I don't know. But um, in this situation, it's probably not ideal. <laughs> no, I love it. Danger apples. Who knows what one you'll get? <laughs> yeah, I've got a bit of a phobia of loose, loose fruit and loose, um, just goods. A phobia. Would what well, you'd prefer everything neatly packaged? Neatly packaged um, in countries with low infection rates. <laughs> it, sorry, I should say low infection rates or long travel times. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Ooh, kumquats. <laughs> uh, yeah. But I, yeah, I, I don't know. I'm I, I'm looking. I'm not going to go back to work next week. Um, I'm probably gonna if 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 I go back to work at all, uh, like in the in the near future, I'll leave it a couple of weeks and then see how all this shakes out over here. What's Laura saying? Is she she thinking don't go back or what, what's her uh, as, lo- as long as it's safe and like the because I I yeah I'm in a I'm in a good position with a couple of people I know so I can get I can get work which is pretty where I'm pretty safe to be but who knows like she just who knows I've got a funny feeling that we will be back in lockdown before July the way well that's the that's the that's the concern isn't it that we've undone all the good work and we just go back to square one and that's going to be so damaging for the nation's morale yeah you know yeah that's the mental health of everybody is on the brink Mm. definitely in my work like dealing with 
with people today. Everyone's had their moments. Um, and it feels like, oh, if we just keep going for a couple more weeks and then just see how we are, then 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 do it. It feels so hasty to me. I hope I'm wrong. Like, I hope we have a pod next week and we go, bloody hell, that was a good decision. I, I do. Week after. Like I said, I mean, the... Um... I'll be I'll be fucking amazed if it happens, but like, could you imagine mm. if we were in a world come September where we go fucking hell, like everything's back to normal and um, yeah. you know, like the world shut down for for a- and the world, the, yeah, the world is still on fire and everything else is is going to take months and months, potentially mm. years to recover, and we're in a little bubble. And we're okay. That would be it's really selfish, isn't it? But you know, it's it's Darwinism in action, isn't it? You just want keep the fucking borders closed and we want to just be happy in our little bubble. What I'm amazed by is uh, I didn't realise how strong the food supply chain is. Mm. I don't, I I genuinely don't understand how big parts of the world can be shut down. And the only thing, the the only thing I can see that is difficult to come across Mm. is pasta. Yeah, pasta, um, pasta, and um, no rice is still okay to be yeah, honest. Yeah, rice is pretty, um, rice is pretty good. I, you know, you know when we'd have like really bad storms and the boats would be cancelled for a day. Yeah, and you go to Tesco and there's fuck all there. Now everyone's stuck to the rafters. It well, has impressed me as well. Well, Tesco, you know. Tesco over here. I, I've, I, I don't shop in Tesco because I know they, they don't have a store over here for food. So if there's nowhere. If there's, if right. they, they take the food straight off the boat and put it onto the shelves, whereas yeah. ShopRite have warehouses over here. Um, yeah. So that's why, if anything goes wrong, they've usually got more food than the big supermarket chain. Mm. That makes sense. Yeah, but the, the I, I, I was in the, in the shop like last week and I was stood in front of the fridge and I had, I can't like, El Presidente Brie and something else. And I just thought I can't I can't believe oh, yeah. in the middle of an apocalypse I'm just trying to work out what cheese I want. Yeah, you, you know? had your middle class cheese uh, cheese dilemma. Yeah. Amazing. So I just <laughs> I, I don't like I, I didn't think that would be Well none of us did because we've all been stocking up, haven't we? And yeah. then all it turns out is we're just making having massive shops for for everything. Yeah. And we're I don't know about you, I've got no room in my freezer or anything. No, I'm no, no, no. Food, I've never loads had of food, food in the in shed. House. Yeah. Yeah, crazy. Absolutely insane. Um, no, that that is heartening and surprising in equal measure. I have to say, um, yeah. I must say that one of the um, in America isn't this isn't there a worry because one of the largest meat production plants has been shut? Uh, oh, I don't know. Um, and the interesting thing thing with this is, not only is it shut, it, it's owned by China. And I think it was when they when they bought it, it was um, the largest. I think it was the largest U.S. company to be bought by by a Chinese company. Uh, and there's like there's been a bit of sort of well, isn't that odd that in a time of crisis, like China have decided to shut this uh, this meat plant? Yeah. Shouldn't ever be dealing with China, should we? No. Let's be honest. No. Do you think this is going to end in conflict? <sighs> yeah. Maybe. I find I it hard. I find it hard to. 
I mean, realistically, every single um, country now, now should be looking at China and go, right, well, we there needs to be tariffs and um, restrictions. That's, that's how you kill it. Sanctions, yeah. tariffs, lack of trade. I don't think there'll be a war. I don't think there needs to be. We don't need anything from them. No. Um, we're, we're proving that we can sustain ourselves, um, I suppose. So, yes, we can't buy goods as cheaply, but we can survive. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know about you, but I'll, I certainly, if I see made in China on any product, I won't be purchasing it. Um mm-hmm. Which is unfortunate because everything's made in China, so I'll have to burn my fucking iPhone, but uh, and my house, and probably my children. Um, but uh, <laughs> yeah, no, I, I think there's there's if there aren't ramifications for this, and you and I have said this a, a, a few times now, then what the hell? Why why aren't there? Yeah, you know, there's under underhand dealings afoot if there aren't on the back of this. Yeah. Um... It's, it's some something definitely needs to be done with it, but I I wonder it's it, it, I f- I feel things they should be being held account more. You know I know the German newspaper uh, mm. essentially accused them of just being a danger to the rest of the world. Uh, I'd 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 like to see like I don't want I. I don't want to see aggravation, but I'd like to see more of that from the media just simply because I think people need to see it. You know, I, I think people I need to be reminded. I would say that in a time of crisis and where people were panicking, that stirring up racial hatred is ill-advised when you have a huge Chinese populace. Yeah, yeah. Personally, I, I think that would be a, that would be a, a shithouse Daily Mail move, which I'm surprised they haven't done, actually. Mm. But... Uh, I think blaming Chinese uh, citizens who are here, that would be the natural go-to for a lot of people who have yeah. lost their jobs and everything else on the back of it. So that's, I don't know. That's probably not why, but I, I don't know. If, I just don't think that would be particularly advisable. I know where you're coming from, but I think the time for, I think we need to just need to get through this and focus on getting through it. And then the time for um, reparations and, and um, you know, uh, you know, blame. You know, it can be can be laid at the hands of them at the end of all this. Mm. Maybe not during during the the tumult that we're all experiencing now. I just wonder how how it'll be forgotten if if it's not kept sort of in the mind in in the public consciousness. Yeah. And and the the other I, thing is is the fact that we, because the West seems too busy to politicize it for their own gains. Like the um, if you if you happen to be a Democrat at the minute. This is Trump's fault. It's all Trump's fault. Mm. You know, it's, and I'm sure over here, you know, it's it's the same with Keir Starmer saying we need an extra strategy because he's just trying to strengthen the opposition side over here. That's politics. It is politics. That's politics. That's politics. That's all. Of, I'm not going to feel bad about that because that's that's what all these politicians from both sides. That's why the whole notion of politics. Oh no, yeah, is, and, and you know, you know, let's what say do. the opposite. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah but, you know, it just. It loses legitimacy because it's just we're just gonna we can't ever say you've done a good job because we've got to make our own. It's all very mm. childish and tit for tat, and the whole notion of of party politics pisses me off in that yeah. regard. I'm totally with you. I'm totally with you. It's not the time for that. Either. Again, fucking that's the quote that I need to stop saying that. But it just doesn't feel as I say. Hold them to account, but don't keep saying it's their fucking fault. Yeah. You know it, how can it be? How can it be? Mm. You can handle it badly, and you can have a go at them for that. But the actual. You can't say the deaths are on their hands, mm. certainly initially. 
Um, but a lot of people are. Yeah. I'm going to need some really good salt and chili pepper chips to uh, make up for this one. Like, Yeah, top, like real, God tier. Like, yeah. Where where would you, where would you go over here? Where would be your salt and Magic pepper Walk. chili? Magic Walk is good. Yeah, yeah that's I a like good Magic shout. Walk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you had a Chinese since this all unfolded? Yeah, I'm not a bigot. That's good. That was a, that was a test. Yeah, that was a test. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I threw stones, but like from yeah, the window. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, 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 I still yeah. ate the food. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, I just want I just want things to get back to normal. I want. I, do you know what I want? I want more news. I want more things going on. Other th- other things. Do you other remember things. The, the, the Brexit maelstrom that just consumed. It feels like it's just one one you know one story. Things are just consuming us. Yeah, yeah. Ugh. Do you think if Ugh. if we get like away when you when you look at the. Um, uh, right, projected deaths from models and things like that, mm. which uh, to me only proves more and more that we really, really need to stop listening to models as much as we do. Yeah, it feels like they're so askew. Yeah. Mm. Um, mm. I, and I think half the battle is is um, if you're if you're building a system that to like to come out with these models, it's only uh, it's only going to work as well as what you do. And if if yeah. if human beings are doing it, then it's it's going to be fallible. You know, it's going to it's it's not going to behave in a natural way because we're just trying to simulate nature. We're not very good at that. No, I don't. I'm not smart enough. I don't know. And I'm sure a lot of them use very uh, very smart algorithms and such things. But mm-hmm. it feels like it's just an array of data. I just keep looking at. I'm like, well, hang on, that completely contradicts the fucking graph i looked at two weeks ago, two weeks ago um yeah, yeah it just if it there doesn't feel to be it doesn't seem to be any consistency with it at all um yeah maybe but i, I don't i don't know i'm not i'm not fucking smart enough i have no clue i'm not gonna lie i have no idea but i'm I not gonna even profess to have an opinion but <laughs> I, I wonder know. with them being so exaggerated in the first place and then or not exaggerated but just out we'll say because exaggerated mm. suggests fucking nefarious purposes doesn't it uh, yeah. but, but with them being so out, if let's say we, how, what, what are we on at the minute for for the UK for deaths? Yeah, let me look up. Let me look it up. Let's go. Let's go worldwide again. We haven't done that in a while. Let's Mr. go worldwide. worldwide. Yeah, let's go all Mr. Of them. worldwide. Cover deaths world. Do a countdown. Do it. Here we go. Do 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 do. Top of the COVID. Okay, so number one, we've got. Uh, here we go. Do my country, motherfucker. Again, this week, China slipping. But, um... <laughs> yeah. Uh, fucking hell, boy. Okay, so. They'd be done for the hyping US... China, wouldn't they? <laughs> yes. <laughs> well. Fair play to the US because they're on a whopping 49,000. So it's definitely the time for them to fucking open all the states. Um, (laughs) Spain, we've got 22,157. Italy, 25,000. France, 21. Germany, 5,000. UK, 18,000. China, 4,000. 
the, the only thing I'd argue with the US number is that it, you you surely be better like a, a more comparable thing to do would be to say like lump Europe together and look at that look at the numbers between Europe and the US because the fact that um how many what how many was US and how many is China sorry how, how many uh, well, how many was Spain Spain is 22,000 and US was two how many 40 Ne- nearly 50. So, you know, it's when you're looking at nearly half the same deaths from Spain as the United States of America. But U- US have got 650,000 more cases mm-hmm. than Spain. Maybe they just tested you- maybe, maybe, maybe they just tested it more than Spain did. I get where you're coming from, but Spain, Italy, Germany and the UK combined is still less of a population than the US. Yeah. So, but yeah, I know what you mean. Like, there has to be a proportional element to that because the US is so fucking massive. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. No, I agree. Um, Russia have only got 555. Mm, Putin. I think they're using the same calculator that China have used. I think they might be, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, it, uh, Saudi Arabia, 121. I'm yeah. not so sure about that either. Leg- le- legitimate regimes all around. Singapore, 12, although they have handled it very well. Mm. They've gone full, full Orwellian from the off. Yeah. Fair play, Singapore, tracking everybody. Uh, <laughs> uh, Qatar, 10, again, very legitimate regime. And uh, <laughs> who else have we got? Iran, nuclear <laughs> missiles out of 20. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, there's, there's some interesting figures here. Djibouti have got two. That sounds rude. It does. Um, yes. Uh, so there's some interesting figures here. Uh, Palestine four, probably the least of their problems at the mm, moment. I'd I imagine guess. so. What COVID? Uh, oh, Isle of Man has made it. That's it. Sixteen. Yeah, it's been the year. Yeah, we've got six more than Venezuela and Tanzania. Boom. <laughs> have we had sixteen now? Have we deaths? Sixteen. Yeah. Fuck. We have. That. Yeah. See that's not that's not too hot out of an like an eighty five thousand population. So we're doing all right. I guess that would be our chief ministers and the the political team's argument that we have flattened the curve ahead of schedule and fucking let's just go out licking some eyeballs and see what happens. <laughs> so I think that's what he said. Paraphrasing. Yeah. Um, yeah. The only thing I did notice was I thought Tim Pool had a good tweet when he was talking about the America opening up where people were talking about that they should stay on lockdown and stuff like that. And that there's, mm. cause there's more stimulus checks coming out for the Americans, but they think it might take 20 weeks, I believe. Okay. But, um, he also pointed out that we need to get food production moving and stuff like that, because I think I, I, I might be talking out of turn here, but <coughs> I'm not sure if the U S actually, produce a lot of food probably not you know because it's such a big country mm. i'm sure i'm sure they mm. import like mo- most things yeah. and as, as, as he would, said yeah. they they need to get the, the the economy in order to buy in stuff because mm. as he put it uh, you can have as many stimulus checks as you want but if there's no food on the shelves you can't eat them yeah that's true I imagine most of their fruit and fresh stuff is from um south america yeah um and i think uh, it's been quite a long time where U.S. hasn't been a legitimate superpower in terms of production. They've gone the way of Britain, you know, where we become importers rather than um, 
export is and um, reliant on other countries rather than being producers. So it might force the hand of these nations to start producing for themselves, I suppose. Yeah. That's an interesting point. That'll be that'll be interesting to see how they go. That that's one thing I think that comes out of this is the uh, each country like I, I'm I mean I'm sure America is gonna do it. I mean, because America was trying to do it before this happened. Um but like Japan did with offering perks to Japanese com- companies to pull production out of China. Uh, I I yeah. hope this like shows other countries are right. We need to do things in house. We need to train like nationals to do these jobs. And my, my, Britain needs like a steel industry, and it needs it needs to try and get their the car yeah. industry back into the yeah. UK stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. I hope so. I hope these things do return. Um, it feels like a kind of, in, in that sense, it could end up being a, a regressive move that ends up becoming, in the positive sense, a, prog- a progressive move. Yeah. Um, it, it could be something that I don't want to say needed to happen because we don't want thousands of people to die. Mm. Um, we never, we never want that at all. But maybe it's a kind of a wake up call. Yeah. And it's, it's a, it's a way to, the only way you could ever change a system is crisis. I suppose like entrenched systems are so hard to without like, a, you can't do military coups or anything over now. Can you? So a, a global crisis is a good way to realign your goals and, and change the way you operate. So quite possibly, mate. I think it's also, um, it's also obvious that countries need to start having a word with each other about what we do bio-wise, like bio-weapon-wise, and uh, even virus research, that type of thing. Um, mm. <clears throat> this could have so easily been the like a super Ebola type thing, you know. Some some yeah. Um, yeah. Um, imagine because like, like, Ebola's got the um, like an eighty percent death rate. If you if you mm. get it, yeah. like yeah. imagine a super spreader Ebola, we would be in fucking fuck, fuck, um, yeah, like day after tomorrow territory. You know, there would oh, be yeah. bodies in the street. Yeah. yeah, man, no, completely doesn't bear thinking about. No, it's crackers because the the rate of infection of this is so high. Yeah, but the rate of death is relatively low, isn't it? So mm. it's like what one percent? Well. It, from the, 2%? from the papers that are, that are coming out, the two, the one from um, the London uh, Disease Research Centre, I think, and that um, the one, one I read from uh, that was LA, which our our friend of the podcast did also point out that hasn't been peer reviewed, and it'd be interesting when that happens. But yes. um, if those estimations like end up being true or truer than what we had before. That leaves it at like a one point, uh, a zero point one, zero point two, which is in line with the flu. Which I take, but I take it that the the fatality rate is higher just simply because we haven't we have no treatments. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. But, that, and, and, and that is all with lockdown, isn't it? Yeah. So if if we live the world without lockdown and without a cure, then that's going to go up exponentially. Mm-hmm. So as, I suppose. Um, I mean that was that was in the, in the that was in the US though where I don't where lockdown hasn't really <laughs> seemed to have no. taken taken effect you know even no. even where it's been doing it people you know it's not been the same as it as in the UK apparently not no 
Fucking morons. No. Um, yeah, it's, you know, it, when we think the Spanish flu, what, they were, what, estimated figures, like 50 million people wiped out. Yeah. that That's, you know, it's still 1918. You know, mm-hmm. it's not that long ago. Um, and we shouldn't down... I think it's important that we don't, when we have these conversations, we don't downplay the seriousness of this because mm. obviously it's still ongoing. You and I have had our own struggles and continue to do so with regards to the anxiety we experience over this. So we're taking it very seriously and it has changed the very fabric of our existence right now. But that doesn't mean that we can't compare and say, well, hang on, this hasn't had the same impact and, and just be, just be, just remove emotional sentiment and everything else from it. It hasn't killed a huge swathes of the populace in the same way that something like Ebola or, um, or Spanish flu has. Mm. And I think that is important to note and it will be a global inquisition if we come off the back of this and we do remain relatively unscathed. Say we all come out of lockdown and the figures don't change very much, even without a vaccine, that will be interesting. Mm. Um, I, I'm, I'm, I'm interested to see where this goes as well, because I worry about, uh, <clears throat> I worry about the, um, the long-term effects. We've spoke about this like, a couple of times on the podcast. I think we, it, it's going to be, continue to be a hot topic until we're not allowed to talk about it anymore. Um, <laughs> but the video I sent you of what MIT's people was working on the, to stop people walking too close to each other, Amazon are working on something similar to track their staff. Um, mm-hmm. The uh, the idea I, th- I watched a, a interview with Bill Gates the other day. Uh, I'm not going to go crazy conspiracy vaccine with Bill Gates, but the vaccine he was talking about for this w- would have like a biometric tracker in it, so. It would assent, you would essentially be tracked with like it would be a case of a vac- vaccinated person versus non vaccinated person, and here's your papers to travel, sir. Um, yeah, and I mean, realistically, I suppose I don't know what the difference between having extra papers to say that you are like either immune or you've been vaccinated mm. for a virus. I don't know what mm. difference that is to carrying a passport. Um, no, no. But that, that... I, the the, mm. the idea of social distancing being enforced by faceless technology. Yeah, like getting like you can just see it, can't you? Like a, a dystopian nineteen eighty four, like you get tasered if you're just you go within the uh, within that two meter grounds. It does concern me that stuff, but equally, we're all the digitalization of modernity and everything else means that everything is being we're being tracked all the time anyway. Yeah. Yeah. We're all online all the fucking time, aren't we? So I'm not saying that that legitimizes this to happen, but if the greater good that comes out of this mm-hmm. is that we're vaccinated and it, it prevents this this potential crisis, then I'm all for it because I haven't really got anything to hide. I'm not like, interested and it's fine. You know, I'm not Assange. I haven't got any fucking secrets. Um, but I, I, I know... And then it only depends... I understand the concerns, though. Yeah, I, I, concerns. I think yeah. the it's almost a when the first they came for situation, that, though. Because mm. it's it's fine. Where it's like what we say about the left that eats itself. You know, it's you can champion what you want today, but tomorrow it might be something you say which turns you into the enemy. Yeah, yeah. It, it's it, it, it. There's an element of holy shit. This is like the SS. Yeah, that, that never feels good. 
that, that that's not a free society where civil liberties aren't encroached that is very much a totalitarian uh monitored uh system of governance which restricts basic freedoms and that's in its worst case scenario and it's it's worth worrying about for sure wouldn't it be ironic if the 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 virus that was released by a totalitarian uh like regime <laughs> that got to escape that escaped all over the world because they were a totalitarian regime and they silenced people turned the free world into what they are it's something a, a great or not a, even a mediocre uh, sci-fi dystopian novel would write that, that it would be a, a glorious irony without doubt what I would say is that Britain doesn't appear to have any leaders who can be asked doing very much work. So I don't know if they could be asked being totalitarian. That's true. Yeah. And we have been like the most uh, surveilled country. Yeah. Well, we can't be the most surveilled country in the world because I'm, I'm pretty sure China probably got his nailed on that. Uh, oh, I, w- yeah. I, would, I would imagine North and South Korea do pretty well on the camera yeah. front. Yeah. So... Yeah, it's figures less accurate, I suppose. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, but either, either way, we're still we're, we're still up there, and yeah, you know, still up there. I didn't work either. Crime continues to rise. Crime continues to rise. So, what are the cameras Although, for? Although at, at the moment, it has dropped quite a bit, hasn't it? It's because no one's gone outside. No one's gone out. No one's gone outside. So, hey, every cloud. So you got to weigh that up. Fifty percent crime down. One hundred and forty percent domestic abuse up. You got to weigh that up. Yeah, but you know, some people are pricks. Yeah, and you know, (laughs) 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 Uh, yeah. I mean, I I think there's a big factor of why things are getting lifted over here is because of the like domestic abuse going up. Um, You have to take that into account, definitely. You do. That's that's some huge. That's and eighty percent up in terms of mental health calls and everything else at the but moment. But looking at well. the way it's like Corona is ripping through a care home at the minute. Um it, I worry yeah. that we are looking after one vulnerable um and, yeah, section yeah. and risking another one. Totally. Totally. And so many, not not just them, yeah, absolutely. Like um at least was talking to um a doctor who um, is stranded over here. He's from the UK and he kind of locums here every now and then, but he's stranded over here at the moment. And his speciality, his specialty isn't um, in respiratory uh, issues. So he he isn't called upon from the Corona wards. So he's on other wards, which are dead, mm. really quiet. And he's like sweeping floors and stuff because he's a good guy yeah. and he's got no ego about him. But he's like, I don't know what I can do here. And, and at least we're saying, well, you got many patients? And I said, well, obviously not, but... I am always busy. Like people are on a waiting list for one, two years for his special specialty. So, and Lisa said, well, there's no way those patients are going to be going down. Is there? He said, well, no, but people are just staying at home because they're so frightened. So now you're going to have a situation where even if Corona is solved or resolved quickly, you have a deluge of patients with other wards and other ailments who just suddenly create another influx and another uh, dependency upon the already buckling NHS. Yeah. People who, people who are coming in too late when, if they'd come in earlier with their ailments, they wouldn't be farther down the line. Uh, people who are, are frightened of coming in mm-hmm. people who, um, 
who are, who are not getting the necessary treatments, not getting the necessary cancer treatments, not getting the necessary surgeries. There's going to be huge, huge um, expectation and weight placed upon the NHS now, even in a non-corona-related world. Yeah. I mean, I saw a uh, amusing, I'm going to say amusing, I kind of sniggered, uh, meme today, which was save the NHS, die at home. Well, yeah, that's funny and powerful. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and a lot of people are going to do that. Yeah. Genuinely. Yeah. Uh, well, I think see that's that's the other thing I'm, I'm tired of seeing as well because um, I do think that there is uh, certainly in the media a like a fear mongering going on, you know. And the I mean, re- realistically, you you only have to look at the numbers to see that if you get sick, you're gonna you're gonna be very unlucky to die if you're not elderly. My um, 80 plus year old uncle is recovering mm. nicely from coronavirus. All right, good. And yeah, very good. I had him and my auntie mm. as goners when I found yeah. out he was there. Like to to the yeah. po- I like genuinely when uh I was first told he cr- he con- contracted it, I said goodbye to them in my head because there there well, was yeah. there was no way that two no. people as old and frail as they are would survive what yeah. I was being told about. Um, so I think that's that's something to keep in mind because it, it's too easy. And, and we, we just spoke about how low the death rate is for what the figures mm. we have now and how low it might be if those other figures are right. But it's so yeah. easy that even for my, myself, who's like 37, uh, to let your mind slip into this place that makes you think, oh. if I get this, I will yeah, die. I'm dead. I'm gonna, yeah, no. I will guarantee oh. I will die. Yeah, no, no, absolutely. No, I've been, I've been really worried for my friend who's the same age as me. 30, mm-hmm. How old am I? 35, 36? One of those ages. 35. Yeah. And um, he, he's had symptoms for a while and he says he's, he's feeling horrendous. And he's, yeah. he's, has, he's never felt like this before, he said. And he never gets ill. Mm-hmm. And it's been five days. He got swabbed and he's still waiting to get his results. He still feels like shit. And in my head, I'm, I need to know that he's going to be okay. And, and a diagnosis of positive for me is like, holy shit. But he's a very fit, healthy guy, 35. But your brain just... You might want to let somebody else speak to him. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Maybe Maybe you're going to die. Maybe just texts from now on. (laughs) And even not even just texts, like just emojis. Like speak to him like a pharaoh. (laughs) Yeah. So anyway, he's dead now. Um, <laughs> but looking forward to the virtual funeral tomorrow. <laughs> but no, um, <laughs> should be a laugh. Um, emoji-ridden funeral. Uh, no, uh, but you know, you're just loads of cryy right faces. Yeah, sad face. And, uh, and, and then there'll be like one one massive thumbs up, and then it, sorry, <laughs> fat thumbs. Be a, be a black thumb. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Black Santa will show up. Oh, sorry, wrong group, lads. <laughs> yeah. Okay, but, Rest in peace, mate. Yeah. Um, yeah, I've that's it. That, I think the I, I think I'm more worried about the aftermath now. You know, it's Yes. And how long it's gonna take to get I think that's the thing that annoys me, I think, about us being sent back to work. That mm. as a tradesman, 
I'm being told that I can go and work in someone else's house, but I can't go and mm. see my father. Yeah, that's got to suck. You can't go see your family or friends, but you can go and work in somebody else's house. That's absolutely contradictory information. Yeah. yeah. Um, that I, I can understand why that, that decision has been made, but that's got to fucking irk for those people. Just, well, At least for, it doesn't for me, it doesn't sense. change anything. Nothing changes. It doesn't make sense. No. Like, nothing changes for me. You know, uh, my, my life will remain the same. You know, if I want, I can go and do yoga on the beach, I think they said, which, you know, if, if I do get that, then somebody should just smear Corona in my eyes. But, uh, yeah, I hate it, it feels, <laughs> stop stretching. Um, yeah, no, that is, is wildly contradictory and not fair. Not no. inherently fair that at all. Um, I wonder how long it will take for the. Uh, for, I guess they need a consistent period of time with no new cases. Yeah, I've no idea. No idea. I think I. I would be surprised if um, if there isn't social distancing rules in place come Christmas time. I I agree. Yeah, yeah completely yeah. agree. Yeah. So yeah, that that. So it feels like a it feels like a, a a little bit of a strange mixed message of hope, and I would implore anyone who has that hope to crush it like a fly. Yeah, yeah, put it in a box. Know, you know, smash. Put the it in box. a box because smash the box of hope. Yeah, and again, this is the same pep talk I gave to my mate. <laughs> <laughs> he he's, he hasn't coughed for a while, but he hasn't stopped crying for three days. <laughs> <laughs> he's on, he's on a drip now just to replenish his tear ducts. Yeah, fuck him. So well, well, I think on that happy note. Yeah. We should bid our listeners adieu. Yeah, and uh, good note. hope that we have like, I just want I want another story to come out like fucking Yeah. Um uh, anything like yeah, Greta fucking kick somebody in the cunt. Anything. Yeah, I mean we can only hope. We we need something. Come on, journalists, focus on something new. Give us something wild. <clears throat> Give us something insane. I do think I, I haven't looked into whatever's come out of this now, but I, um, I'm interested to see what comes out of these email hacks. Oh yes, you did allude to this. Yeah, um, and there's there's a re- there's a reason why I'm interested in what they are. First of all, um, like people turn around and say, "Oh well, you know, like the Hillary Clinton emails," and they say, "Yeah, nothing. There was nothing of any any note in that. There was loads of of, of things of note in that, and it lost Hillary Clinton the election because of what where you know the the fact that those emails were." Of like going back and forth to China, you know, it's the it point painted her in an untrustworthy light, more untrustworthy than she already was. Um, <clears throat> if someone's gone to the effort of ha- of hacking, who the Gates Foundation, uh, the CDC, and there was another one, wasn't there? I can't remember. Sure. There was four entities. Uh, if someone's gone to the effort of hacking those and the emails going between the, the three or four of them, uh, can you imagine what the risk is for that? Bearing in mind yeah. that because of the Hillary Clinton emails, Julian Assange is still 
in prison after yeah. be after being like held up in the embassy for fucking god knows how long um yeah. and that that is a direct his way. that is a direct result of that of of wikileaks publishing those emails in my eyes yeah no it'll be, it'll be very interesting to see what comes off the back of this yeah so there has um, to be something in it for someone to take that risk when you look at what's already come come from it that yeah. has to be a reason for it otherwise you've just been a twat yeah, why, and, why would you do it? And you yeah. could have just done celebrities' nude pictures again. Yeah, and we want that. Bring that We, we back. do, yeah. Can we f- have more Jennifer Lawrence? That would be great. Frappen- was Frappening day. day was a good day. Great day. <laughs> <laughs> sometimes, sometimes I just go and look at those pictures because I'm feeling sad. Have a cry, Max. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah, I'm I'm interested to see if anything comes out out of that. Uh, the uh, and the reason I think it will do is because there has been absolutely no mainstream media coverage about it. Mm. No mainstream media coverage whatsoever. So it's I I am almost getting to the uh, crazy paranoid conspiracy theorist about uh, point of going. Well, it's not like you. If that's what they're saying, or that's if that's what they're saying, then that's what I shouldn't believe. And if this is what they're not telling me about, I should probably have a look at it. Well, I will rely on you to do all the digging on this and uh, report back accordingly. <gasps> we have a new segment, Stuart. We do. Oh, I forgot all do. about this. I have something we lined do. up as well. Do you? It's only short. Do I have time to go for? Do I have time to go for a week? Of course. Or how you have. short is it? Oh no no no! We'll 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 stop the podcast like we did last week. Okay, you can go for your okay. Wii, and then I'll play okay. you the video. Right. Okay. Okay. Get already then. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he definitely disappears. He it's he hasn't even fully turned, and he just vanishes like he's been teleported. Um, <laughs> he's definitely disappeared. It's. Um, you, you've caught me on the fly again. Obviously, this is the whole nature of the uh, red pill Stuart thing. And, you know, I, I hope the listeners enjoy me uh, flabbergasting, trying to um, assuage my natural um, instincts for such things. But yeah, this is weird. This is weird. Um, and, you know, I'm uh, vehemently anti-Pope and Catholicism and religion in general. So I'm all for this. Um, I just want to know why and why he's dead <laughs> in hindsight when you when you watch it again because you know he's going to disappear you know when you see the the, the fronty beginning bit doesn't look real. It doesn't look real. It yeah. looks like something from shit, like a shit superimposed Disney character. Disney haunted house, something like that. Or um, when you when they did the Tupac hologram, yes, yes. like yeah, like the Liverpool um, Museum of Music, and they've got the hologram of Boy George, which makes yeah. you want to leave straight away. Yeah, um, it, it it does seem a bit like that. Do you it's really weird. want to haunt me? <laughs> Title. 
<laughs> but yeah, like I because usually with things like that, you you watch them and you go, "Oh, this is going to be shit." I know this is going to be shit. Yes, that's I one of the fucking so. craziest things I've ever seen. Yeah, Has, where did you see this? Obviously, you're. you're I think deep, about. Deep in the of this stuff. So I think about fifteen of our listeners sent it to me on the same day. day. Yeah, day. <laughs> they, they knew they knew the target audience, and like genuinely, the, the the guy that got in first, I think I woke up and it was on my phone. Said, "You need to look at this immediately." <laughs> Well, I'm glad, I'm glad it's uh, getting some air time. If you so, feed uh, your child before watching this video, you've done the wrong thing. <laughs> <laughs> it's weird as fuck, man. No, it's, I can't even... Um, at least with the CERN one, yeah, it, it's just really fucking odd and creepy. Yeah. But at least, you know... You There's no magic they, involved. No. There's no, magic that, involved here. Yeah, yeah. You could you could you could explain it away in a yeah. sense. It's still fucking creepy and weird, but you could say a bunch of kids. Has just, it has the Pope been croned? Yeah, <laughs> maybe. Well, yeah, that would be like the biggest death knell in the in the in the um, the, the the Catholicism hearts. Yeah, many. Oh yeah, the Pope's been roned. <laughs> the Imagine. look of joy on Stuart's face. <laughs> He's like, fucking hell, I'd write that extra number down myself. Um, <laughs> and to see, I think that is the... We, let's go up in st- scales of magnitude. Uh, that, I think, has to be the most grounded explanation for it, is the, the Pope ha- has died, like without warning so coronavirus would be the thing you know he's he's had a really bad dose of the rona he doesn't look like the strongest man in the world anyway you know he had a cough three days later zero popes yeah so catholic crisis so rather than just going oh we need to find a new pope and the world's short immediately they've just gone we'll just pretend God, I fucking hope so. Have you been monitoring the Pope's movement since? No, no. You should have. I'll get on that. Slight, like, one up, yeah? Yeah. Yeah. There is no Pope. He's, he's, for, let's say for ages, he's been a, a, like, an implanted thing. So the, the company that is the Vatican can run as a company with its figurehead in the same way as there used to be uh, conspiracy theories that um, Stephen Hawkins was a vegetable and people like would put ideas out through him and use them for whatever nefarious purposes they wanted. Uh, so yeah, so the Pope has always been a hologram. <laughs> yeah, but isn't there footage of him like doing a tour recently in Europe and stuff? And didn't he basically, was it not? This footage. I watched a, a documentary today about Iron Man in that case. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, people were there and stuff. Yeah, so that, that yeah, was the, there was people there. With, there was people with Iron Man. Yeah, but what? <laughs> yeah, but what? <laughs> <laughs> right. Okay, well, I need to do a Pope monitoring. I'll report back next part with Pope sightings and... I'm going to end up down a Pope hole. Three. Next level, holy shit. Pope's magic. 
<laughs> the Pope's magic, and he just oh. went somewhere else. He disappeared. Listen, the majority of Catholic listeners would definitely believe it's option three. Fucking hell. Yeah. Uh, option four of what oh, I'm... Oh. I, which I'm trying to think of. Yeah, it's great, isn't it? That I've got something that's crazier than him being magic. Come on, I'm excited. <laughs> um, the the QAnon stuff at the minute has been essentially saying that for for a lot a long time that the world is run by a satanic, uh, like uber elite that like kill children, drink their blood, do all sorts of nefarious purposes uh, yeah. for all sorts of nefarious purposes. Um, <laughs> not that there's a good purpose for killing and drinking the blood of children. <laughs> so um, I, I didn't, I didn't really need to preface the evil there. So, so the, um, uh, we're, we're aware cause we've spoke about this, haven't we? The essentially QAnon is the, there's been a military coup inside the American government. Uh, the military that want to depose the like the Democrats, like war machine that we've had since like Clinton and stuff, or Bush probably Bush before Clinton. Um, they've stepped in. They chose of all the people in the world, Donald Trump, because mm. he can take the flak. Mm inserted him into the White House and he's essentially going to bring justice to the world. Um, the I, I also do love the idea, the idea that uh, Q is Kennedy Jr. You know, Kennedy that died in the plane crash. Oh, right. Yeah, there's, there's, like, there's, there's a lot of people believe that he didn't die in the plane crash. He faked it and he's Q. Anyway... This is all well beyond the realms of anything I believe. Oh, this is why it's it's above magic. So so what's the Pope doing? uh, Well, essentially, we know the Vatican love a bit of child bombing, don't they? That is indisputable. They do love it. They also, which is also indisputable, love a bit of satanic satanic, uh, imagery and like just essentially insertion into their religion. The if you look at the um, I can't remember what it's called the um, oh, fuck it. There's a big room in the Vatican, like a big sort of conference room. Oh yeah. And if you stand if you stand at the back, it's a snake. If you look down it, it looks like a snake. It's fucking weird. Of all yeah. the things. For, they are obsessed with the damnation thing. Like Catholicism yeah. is all about as much showing you the evil, isn't it? Yeah. Because it's all about guilt and fear and control. And um, so, at, yeah. at the bottom of that wall, they have, they have a, a, there's a, like a big bust. You will have seen it. Um, that's, I think supposed to be like the resurrection of Christ. But if you look at that, it's like, uh, if, you, if someone turned around and said, well, no, that's not the resurrection of Christ. That's, hell because <laughs> that's exactly what it looks like um uh the the other one i i thought was quite uh always been a bit of a favorite of mine is at one point i don't think it is now i think it's been overtaken but the largest um i think it was a i think it's a ground one you're know, like the big radio telescopes that they build okay. into like mountains mm-hmm. uh the vatican it was either it's either 
the largest radio telescope or it was the largest like um in in orbit telescope i think it's radio telescope was owned by the vatican so okay. so right that so well that's that's interesting isn't it why would the mm. vatican own the largest telescope in the world do you know what's yeah. more interesting than that why do they call it lucifer <laughs> it was called the lucifer telescope is that genuinely true that's genuinely true yeah well i, I would um and fucking hell i'm never going to defend the catholic church but what yeah. i would say is that my mom went to catholic school and she said um the majority of the imagery on the walls and everything else was all a uh, depiction of hell. Like heaven's never yeah, yeah, to scare the it's, fuck out of you. Yeah, yeah, it's all, it's all hell. But calling it Lucifer is a bit on the nose. Like Weird, isn't it? Weird. But yeah, so so that's my fourth one is everything about QAnon's right, <laughs> and they and the Pope's been took down. Right, Pope's been taken down. Yeah, okay, there can't be a level five. No, there is no level five. Oh. <laughs> No, oh, or, or I mean, realistically, or lizard, or he's, or he's one yeah. of Ike's lizards, but okay, but then he shapes it. I, I'm not even sure. I think that's around by that's around magic. Oh yeah, so he's shape shifting as he as he disappears into the enveloping darkness. Yeah, yeah. Well, that that was a good one. Consider me red pilled. I will actually end up <laughs> down a. I don't know how to phrase this, but I'm going to end up down a pope hole now. You wait. You <laughs> wait till next week. You're fucked. Really, I can do this for days. <laughs> well, we both know that. <laughs> I feel I feel like I've been training for this my entire life. Uh, brilliant. Right, we'll see you next week. We will. Bye bye.